0: All three of our readings from this weekend have to do with faith and it's kind of helpful to be talking about faith in a time where faith I think is very misunderstood I was recently watching a National Geographic documentary on the restoration of the Holy Sepulchre so the place where the actual tomb of the resurrected Lord is in Jerusalem and it gets very tiring, and, and it happens over and over again when, for me, at least in my experience, I notice these documentaries, whenever they have anything to do with the reality of Christianity, or they're looking at some kind of historical aspect of the Christian life, they almost always tend to have this sub thesis, which is, this is irrational. Faith is irrational, and science has triumphed over religion and Christianity, and religious people are dumb and have to betray their reason, and it gets difficult to watch even some of these very interesting topics and learn about what something like the restoration of the Holy Sepulchre looks like because of all these little jabs at us as Christians that constantly come. Now, of course, we know as Catholics, and we always have, that faith and reason do not contradict one another. Faith builds on reason. It goes beyond reason. And the a few images, I think, that are very helpful for kind of us understanding what faith is. The first one is probably trust. Just to use the word trust to explain what faith is. And I think Bishop Barron uses a really good image. He's His image of faith is of Two people who are starting to get romantically involved in each other and they're starting to contemplate marriage. And as they've built the relationship over time, they're starting, they've gotten to know the person enough where they're starting to make the decision, can I pledge myself to this person for the rest of my life? Because when we make those promises for marriage, they're obviously very, very serious promises. It's like, I'm going to be with this person no matter what, forever. So, I can't know everything about this person. I can't really know if this is going to be the right decision for sure, ever. I mean, it's almost impossible. You'd have to be a, a fortune teller. but Scratch that. You'd have to be a prophet who, who is given some vision by God. You'd have to somehow know the future and how it's going to play out. The decision has to be a decision of, I've gotten to know this person and it is reasonable for me to put my trust in them for the rest of my life. I can can actively put my trust in that person for the rest of my life. And you take that step that goes beyond reason, doesn't contradict reason, it goes past it into the mystery, into that which is unseen. That's what faith is. There's an image in The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones. It's not the most theologically accurate movie, but there's a really good image, I think, of faith in there. And it's at the very end, and Indiana Jones is on this bridge, and he he, he knows that There's a bridge there that he can't see that he needs to walk on to get to the other side. And he's got to kind of take this step of trust, letting go of control. Even though he can't see it, he knows it's there. He's pretty much certain, but he can't see it. It's invisible. And so he takes the step and he kind of winces as he's taking it, and he's on firm ground. What the author of the Hebrews says today, he's recounting the story of Abraham and Abraham's our father in faith, of course. That's what we call him. And he talks about Abraham, who was this man who kind of had a really good, comfortable life. You know, everything was all put together for Abraham. He probably had thousands of men who worked for him, men and women, um, certainly hundreds. He almost kind of controlled a little territory and was like the king of a territory. And he was doing very well financially. He was a righteous man. He, he loved God, he really did. He had built up this relationship with God over time. God had not let him down. The one thing he didn't have was someone to, uh, someone to pass on his livelihood to. He didn't have a son or a daughter. And so God said, I want you to pick up everything that you have even though it seems like you have everything right now, I want you to get up, go to a foreign land, which you're unaware of. You don't know what this is going to look like. You just need to trust me and take the step into the unknown. Abraham, of course, we know the story. He doesn't have a perfect record when he does this, but he does a pretty good job. He does a very reasonable job, and he follows God in trust of relationship. And eventually of course Abraham is blessed and he's he's blessed with a son and then that son has a a grandson Abraham Isaac Jacob and from Jacob is named Israel and from Israel come the 12 tribes the 12 sons who eventually come 12 tribes this great nation of people God's chosen people of whom the Messiah is eventually born and then from Jesus numerous billions of descendants of which we are through baptism all because of the act of faith that Abraham had. We're called to take the step into the unknown as the Lord says and faith of course is the opposite of fear in many ways. Do not be afraid any longer little flock for your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. It's what he wants to do. There's no reason to be anxious. Sell your belongings, this is a complete act of faith, and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that don't wear out an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach or moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. The Lord asks us to have our treasure in a place that we cannot see, but it's very reasonable. Lord, we ask you to cast out any fear that we have and hesitation that we have as disciples following you. Any just areas of our life that we are afraid to take that step towards you, any kind of clinging, that we have of fear to habits or, or anything else, Lord, that is, is not conducive to the freedom and the trust that you're asking us to engage in. We ask you, Lord, to give us the power to let go of those things. Help us to follow you, to just place all of our hearts, all of our trust in you and your divine providence, your will for our lives. Help us to be courageous. We ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let's take a few moments in silent prayer to just listen to and speak with the Lord in our hearts.